I care about one thing and one thing only. Mm. Mm, okay. Podcasting with my friend Mark Steppen. Yes. This is what I need. This is what you need. This is what the doctor ordered. Yeah. You're entitled to podcast with a co-presenter, uh, one rank your superior. <laughs> oh, we've already talked about Line of Duty, haven't we? Yeah, we, we've talked about it quite extensively. It was like before the end and now it's ended, so we can talk about it some more. Mm-hmm. Is that all right? Is that? Yeah, sounds fine. I, I mean, you know, some people would talk about Survivor every... Oh, my... Show that they have... Anyway. Fucking life. Bitter. You're, you're, Just you, a little bit. You've got, you've got some problems with your stories at the moment. Every time I every time I text you about something I've listened to, you go, you go <sighs> I think we need, to you, some, you, we need to get you some new material, mate. Yeah, I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually aware of that. Um, I think uh, there's a bunch of podcasts that I've unsubscribed from, from which I've unsubscribed. Bravely. Um, in a in a mark kind of way um, <laughs> just because as much as uh i'm trying to not be that person um mm-hmm. i also don't want to give a certain swedish uh company uh any more data about me uh and i don't want to support people in, in the nicest possible way with no ill will against those who use the service i don't want to support people who use the service um, I, do, do you know what though? They're very, they're very good with the data, Mark. Mm. Mark, mm. they're very good with the data. Are they? Yeah, Discovery Weekly. Every time I open it up, I feel oh, seen. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about seen. Spotify. Oh, okay. What are you no, talking no, no, about? I'm, I'm, no, no, no. I'm, I'm quite happy with Spotify. Um, no, I'm talking about Acast. Oh, are they Swedish? Mm-hmm. Are they Swedish? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, I thought you were talking about Spotify because I know you. No, get... no, that's a, you, it's a, that's a very sensible yeah. assumption. Because they they are about data as well. Um, yeah, the the thing that actually broke the camel's back uh, was um, when I was doing some research for a blog, um, and I don't mean a blog post. I mean for a blog, uh, but it was a <laughs> blog post on the blog. Um, I was listening to a show that I wouldn't normally listen to, and I might well I would listen to it again, but for the fact that it's on Acast, and I literally literally got the same ad in every ad spot. There were three ad spots, the same ad in all three ad spots um, for something irrelevant. And I I, I nearly threw my phone across the room because it's like, don't, I know you're very proud of your tech and it's great that it works. Like, you know, that that you can uh, slap in some audio into this MP3 file. I know that's really cool and, and it's great that you can do that. But it's like your your Jurassic Park meme. It's just because you can doesn't mean that you have to. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that you should. Mm-hmm. If you've already played that ad, don't worry about it. I, I I've heard it, kiddo. Don't move on. That's all right. Or pick another ad. Mm-hmm. You know, um, maybe promote another show or something. I don't know. I don't care. But don't play me the same ad in an hour long podcast three times. Don't do it ever. Ever no. Don't do it ever. Never do it. That's a really easy thing to put in your little algorithm is to say, maybe twice I could I could understand, but don't do it three times. And not when it's 100% of the ads. No, no, just don't do it. Um, and so that kind of laziness... Has the advertiser not paid for that, though? I don't care like, if they have. That's literally... I do not care. Because advertisers will take consecutive spots and, and yes. run... In every break of Coronation Street, and he has one break. 
mm. in every break. Yeah, but also the there's multiple ads hour. in the break. Mm? There's multiple ads in the break. Um, yeah. Whereas this this is usually one ad. Right. I think I I'm not sure. But I think I have had the same ad on the bounce twice as well, where it's gone do 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 do, and then played me an ad for something irrelevant, and then played the same ad straight <laughs> straight away. Oh, that's annoying. Um, but usually, what happens is you get a pre roll. Um, something which advertises something irrelevant, then then a bit of podcast, and then a mid roll, and then a post roll, and in all three instances it was the same ad. And I don't care if someone's they shouldn't be allowed to do that because that is such a bad listener experience. It's not as bad if um, there are other ads mixed in, but it's it, it's such a bad experience. So That's, so are you yeah. kind of arguing that this is of the order of um, a pop up ad in the bad old days? <laughs> Like it's, it's so obtrusive. The, the, the quality, it's, the qualities of it, make mm. you more aware of it to the point where it stops the enjoyment of the yeah, thing you're trying to it's enjoy. It's also the ads are bad. They mm. they are impersonal. Um, they're not host read, so there's no connection. There's no like, why am I listening to this? I don't understand why I'm listening to this. Um, and we we've been doing fine without this for a very long time. We're good here. We don't need this. The the market hasn't been asking for it. Um, it's 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 the it's the overall quality. Um, but the main reason, mate, it's simply the fact that they kind of ate my lunch when when I was um, trying to make a bit more of a name for myself uh, as someone who can provide podcast hosting, perhaps perhaps to UK podcasters. So it's fine. Line of Duty then, mate. Yeah, Line of Duty was line, good. Line I, of duty. I, I, had a, I had a good time. There's a chapter marker there at 10 minutes. That was very professional yep. of us. We can yep. allow people to skip past the grumps. Mm-hmm. Straight mm-hmm. into the... Everyone's come here for the Line of Duty content, mate. Yes. That's, yes. that's, that's what they want. I was happy in the end. Yeah. With the resolution. I was... Happy. I yes. was did, um, did, I, did I put on the record my reservation about there being another series i can't remember no um because i think that happened shortly after we finished recording okay. uh, that, that the information might have come to light shortly after as well i don't know if it was known at the time but yes if, if you would like to explain so um line of duty um i've came to it very late uh it was um Technically, it was homework for this show, even though we don't do that, apparently. But there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I was kind of sprinting to catch up, caught up with a live broadcast. I thought, this is fantastic. It's building to this big finale. The BBC was big up. you know, we're going to get to the end of the series. Look, everything's lining up for this big narrative conclusion. And then a couple of days before the feature length finale that I thought would complete the saga dropped, it was announced that the show had been picked up for another season. And yeah. that kind, that kind of that knocked the wind out of me a bit, Mark. Yep, knocked the wind out. Understandably, of me. I shouldn't um, feel that entitled because I've not been going. I've not been following this for five years. <laughs> I've been following it for about five weeks because I was doing a, a season a week. Um, yeah. And and yeah, I felt I felt very. I, I hate it when I feel that in myself. That fan entitlement to tell people what they're going to do. Because I rally against it quite hard when um, rail against it rather quite hard when I. Mm. And I see people doing it, but yeah, I was a bit like, no, you're going to ruin my story. Yeah. You get. Yeah. Um, and you and I had a ch- chat. We were going, well, you know, it could be, it could be you raised the idea that it could be something like uh, being human where they, mm-hmm. they did reach uh, a peak in the story and then they announced season, another season. Three. And then basically we had a, a new cast of heroes set in the same universe. 
yep. who occasionally spoke to things that had happened in the previous arc and how they'd affected them. Um, yeah, well, but, Lenora Critchlow basically bridged that. She did. I, I, I never watched past series four, but she she was the bridging character, and she then was. she left at the end of that. And it was that was as 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 well written as it could have been. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, haven't they all done well? Mm. Mm. They all done well. Mm. There was a lot of um, lot of reading at the end. A lot of reading. Yeah, there's a lot of um, you know the the sort of long long shots with the piano. Um, music in the background and oh. lots of exposition in uh, in subtitles oh i do uh, oh yeah we are we in the line of duty now mm-hmm. oh okay i thought we were talking about being human no i was sorry about i, how, I popped how, that one off the stack about everyone, how well everyone had done um <laughs> yeah. so yeah so we were like well maybe it's going to do that or um maybe there isn't going to be a big conclusion and yeah in the end spoiler uh, do we have a spoiler horn do we have a spoiler horn um, eh. Is it go. okay to have a spoiler horn? Is that who owns that oh. as a concept? Is it? Oh God! I don't like follow up, you know? Is that? Yeah, is that... yeah, because it was definitely invented by one, one one person. The concept of talking about something—I know it's like it's done partly as a joke. Yeah, but let's uh, like we we get the joke now. There's our line. Uh, there's our line. So we might we might do spoilers yeah. after this. So. An Italian American man did not Im- invent the concept. Of talking about a topic that we talked about in the previous episode. Sorry, John Syracuse did not invent that concept. Copyright. That's called talking. <laughs> so let's not say the same thing about the spoiler horn. That's that's where I was going. Let's right. just make it a thing. Okay. Well, I used to um, call it busting through the spoiler membrane. The spoiler membrane. Yep. When I used to do a TV talk show. Yep. Anyway, chapter marker fourteen minutes. There you go. Um, mm-hmm. Spoiler uh, spoilers are, are now on spoilers the table. Abound. They're in the game. They're in the game. Mm-hmm. Spoilers are available. Spoilers are in play. Oh, I, I, mm, I think I've done this bit before, but I just okay. want to. I just want to speak to the idea of spoilers for a second. Um, something that's currently really quite quite grinding my gears is. I was um, say, is it, is it boiling your piss? It's, yeah. bo- it's, it's boiling my piss. Um, so fine. Don't go onto um, the website twitter.com <laughs> at all. Backslash hashtag Game of Thrones. Generally, but, um, uh, you know, if you're trying to avoid spoilers, it's a bad place for you to go. That, I'm going to just say that now. That's a given. All right, Mark? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is a given. However, mm-hmm. some people might be on Twitter.com or, or, or the app. Mark, they might be on the app. And it's possible that... Um, you might say something after seeing something and then someone else might see it and it might spoil something that they were going to enjoy, right? Mm, mm, okay? Mm. You with me so far? Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm. If, you th- if you think it's mm. unacceptably, unconscionably close to that thing having come out and not most people who are desperate to see it aren't going to have seen it yet, right? And you don't want to spoil it for them, just don't talk about it. That's thing number one. Thing number two... Yeah, Twitter doesn't work that you can say spoilers ahead and then write the words straight after. No. It doesn't even work that you can do it in a thread. So standing up that you're about to do spoilers because you think it's too close to the thing, mm-hmm. that's not that's not going to work. No. I haven't been spoiled, by the way. Good, this, this, isn't me, this isn't no. me angry about having I didn't think some, it was. some spoilers for, for, for Game of Thrones. But I just see this, like, I'm still opening my phone today and like, oh, spoilers. You're like, well, you know, 
Well, just don't then. It's like the uh, it's like the bit in in Red Dwarf, isn't it? Uh, brace yourself. I just saw you die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I gave um, you ample bracing time. Mm-hmm. But the, yeah, the, I mean, the way the way thread people think that they can even maybe do like a spoiler warning in the first one, and then do, thread things underneath. But they're like, no, because that gets retweeted or liked, or someone comments on that bit, and that's the bit that. And Twitter's it depends on the point algorithm you're using throws how you display it or yeah. whether Twitter's doing the thing of uh, displaying tweets out of order for, for specific users or yeah. like, there's just so many different reasons why it's just, yeah. They, they It would be it would be very, very, very easy to have a keyword you could put in a tweet that would obscure it like people used to do back in the day. Mm-hmm. And allow people to then kind of unlock spoilers. It's not in the best interest of Twitter to do that, is it? No, no, I guess not. Mastodon, um, which nobody uses, right. has a mechanism for this. Uh, I think um, there are certain tags that, when applied, will hide the content um, oh. until tapped on. That's good. Upon. That's clever. Yeah. So I think spoilers is one of them. I think there's like an NFC, uh, 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 NFC, NSFW, or like triggering or something like that. I think you can add trigger warnings and these kind of things, and so it will it will oh. blur out. And, and what is that? Yeah, is so that is that a browser or is that a Twitter client? What is that? Mastodon. Mastodon is a. It's it's. Um, do you remember Diaspora? Yes. It's that. I mean, I don't. No one remembers that. No, no, no one remembers it. But you would. No one used it. Industry, but it's that. But it's that, but Twitter. So it's it's a distributed um, social we network. We say it's that. It's it's the rump yes. of what's left from that. Or no, no, no. It's 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 the concept. So it's it's a um, uh, uh, sort of distributed social network. Uh, the idea being that you can create a your own one. mastodon. I don't know what they call them. Neighborhood instance. It, yeah, instance. There you go. Thank you. Um, and your identity can be individual to that instance or shared among multiple instances and i think you sort of right. leapfrog or piggyback on one instance to share your identity with another one so you you would create your right. instance on on one um does discord work like that as well uh mm, ah, i don't know enough about discord to know it's it's possibly mm. like slack in that in that sense uh because there, there isn't ah. still like a a one slack id i think there will be at one point it's just like base camp for for ages, for when when Basecamp first started, for a long time, mm-hmm. it was a unique uh, user for each Basecamp, and then they they bought in yeah. this thirty seven signals ID, and then they went, we're not thirty seven signals anymore, we're just Basecamp, so it's a Basecamp. But yeah, it's so you can create these different sort of neighborhoods uh, where discussions can happen, and you know each each one can have its own set of rules and stuff uh and then that there are clients for them but nobody's using it because it's just it's just a little bit too much hassle i i joined have you used mighty networks nope. i joined one of them um a few days ago for reasons and unlike the, right. i like the idea of mighty networks it looks quite nice it's um, what is it so it's it's one of these sort of social networks out of the box but less shitty um and like remember Ning? Yeah. Yes. It's exactly what yeah, came to my it's head. It's like oh. Ning, but in 2019. So it kind of feels right. nice, and 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 it's got a sort of I don't know. It sort of feels slightly Tumblr esque with a bit of Slack and a bit of maybe Twitter, um, and so it's kind of got an IM chat feel, but then 
right. reverse scrolling and, and stuff. And and basically, it's the same concept. So you could create a network for a specific interest, and then there are all these different options that you've got for ways of of connecting and discussing things. And um, uh, yeah, it's uh, I, I quite I quite like it. Very. Mm. But Mastodon is nice because it's open source, whereas Mighty Networks, I, I'm pretty sure, is more like Discord in that you would, you don't, mm. you don't host your own shit; you host it with them. Right, Discord right, always surprises right. me with that. I always would have assumed that it's something you download, um, and mm. could, I yeah, I, I believe it's not. And this is why, like, I don't mm. understand why they call them servers then, because you're not really, you're just setting up another instance. Um, but my understanding is, anyone listening, feel free to to tell me I'm wrong. But you just go and click a button and say "new server," which is not really. Right. But that's fine. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's like maybe it's like WordPress, and you can go and get the stuff. And that's what I thought it was. But I, I don't I don't know that it is. But yes. Uh, so that's, mm. that's that's all that's all fine. Um, some people still use Yammer. That's strange, isn't it? Do they really? Do yeah. they really? Microsoft owned Yammer. Does it still look exactly it's like Twitter for companies? Does it still look exactly like Facebook from two thousand and seven? Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna have a look. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, it's Yammer, very Microsoft mate. now. Yammer, is it? Yeah. It's all it's all Microsofted up. Oh. I'm surprised they haven't changed the name to, you know Um uh, off Office Discussing Things three six five. Yeah. <laughs> MS having a chat. <laughs> MS Gabin. Yeah. Um, it's it's still got the same color kind of color scheme, yeah. Like I was always mm. surprised at that because back in the day when I was, oh yes, it has changed quite a bit. But back in the day when I was doing my, um, doing my doing my startup life in two thousand and eleven, uh, right. I got invited by one of the the people at the quote unquote incubator. Um, got invited to this Yammer group, and I was gobsmacked at how like they'd literally just gone to facebook.com view source copy css uh, <laughs> and and installed it on their own site and going totally different site mate that seems fine <laughs> well <enough> that. <laughs> oh this is improving my mood already oh i um i was doing something yesterday and i, I don't know if it's just because i look at so many different websites every day i was looking at this website and i was going is this a vein have they ripped off the CSS from that one I was looking at mm-hmm. earlier on? Because it, or is it, is it just that all websites are the same? I my eyes just kind of went on me yesterday. There's a lot of websites that I, now I don't know if Stripe was the first one, but it's the mm-hmm. one it's it's my canonical one. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of websites have basically taken the Stripe template and gone, yep, yeah, that yeah. that for our marketing site. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, it, like, there are a lot of sites that look like that. Um, and uh, yeah, it's. Uh, hmm. I'm seeing. I'm seeing less of uh, Twitter's bootstrap out in the world these days. I. You know what? I think. I. I, I think it's actually better disguised than it has been. I think mm. there's still a lot of it underlying, um, mm. because it's a good grid framework and it's been very, very well. It's been battle tested. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The one that I have for my for my uh, for Podient's marketing site is very reminiscent of bootstrap it's not right. actually bootstrap it's, it's it's its own thing is it one of those ones that's got a, like a naughty name that's nearly the same no like no it's Soupstrap not. or something it's not um it's oh that's a good game mm. that's a good game come up come up with names for your bootstrap clone mm. come on soup strap strap on your turn strap on 
Uh, toot trap. Um, pull up. Ooh. Oh, I, I like that. I, I like your. I'm just playing with sounds, and you're yeah. actually playing with words. <laughs> that's nice. Oh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, no, shoe pool's not the same. That's rubbish. Mm. That's a rubbish one. I haven't got one this, this round. Go yeah. on. Um, Penalty shootout, mate. You, if you you win everything, if you get a good one this time. <sighs> oh no, the pressure's got to me. I I, I, I peaked too soon, mate, and I can't bottled I've, it. Yeah, I have. I've, I've, I've got the yips. Go on, have right. a, a, a have a go. Oh, don't make me have a go on the spot. Um, shoe smack. Oh, he's one. <laughs> oh, I put my headphones out. Oh, no. Out. Oh, no. Hello. Oh, no. I can't hear you now. Hello. There we are. It's all right. I didn't say anything too bad. Um, so, we, we fired the spoiler horn we were talking about. Call of Duty. No. Line, line, of, line of Duty. Line of Duty. Mm-hmm. Line of Duty. I... I I think I think you told me off for saying this on the internet, Mark. But I, I still thought it was hilarious how many times they said the words "line oh. of duty." <laughs> I don't think after I season you out. after season one because they only said the words right at the very end, so they never got a trailer <laughs> for series one where somebody went "line of duty." <laughs> for God's sake! We, uh, well, yes, no, they didn't. But we were, we were, um, we should have been playing the drinking game. Um, because we would have we would have taken a few. Um, because yes. there were some, you know, I'm a married I'm a married man was in there. I almost think married. that was uh, that was Jed playing to the crowd, <laughs> yeah. basically doing fan service, bringing out all the hits. Yeah. Christ, yeah, I'm a married man. <laughs> I tweeted that without. I like tweeting things like that without context. Um, oh yeah, totally. And and I I got I got a very confused reply from someone I don't know very well, and it's just. Mm-hmm. If you're confused by a tweet, just just don't just don't worry about it. Just move on. I I once um I get more confusion from people when I'm very on point. So <laughs> very opposite. I I yeah. once tweeted I'm in love. I think I'm in love with the girl who lives two doors down. And uh, someone replied with no, no, I'm not. It's just a lyrics to a song I really like. <laughs> That's from one of your songs, isn't it? It's from one of my well, it's Mystery Jets. It's not one of my jets. songs. It's from the Mystery Jets. That was the one. I know, not one of your songs. Yeah, no, I mean, no, we like, do. That was like one, one of the of stories. The songs what came out when the band was playing with their dad. So a bit like oh. um, Taz, a bit like Thrilling Adventure. Uh, nope, not Thrilling Adventure Hour. Um, the Adventure Zone. The Adventure Zone, where where they bring the dad in. Um, the uh, um, Mystery Jets, I believe that album. They they brought their dad in to play. Um, That's nice. That's oh, yeah, nice, isn't it? Is their dad like hugely influential, which is why they've got a record contract? No, or fucking not idea. Of... No, because it wasn't their first album. It's the only no. album of theirs I I own. Um, mm. In as much as I mean, I don't really own it anymore. I mean, I don't know what that thing is like. I've got a bunch of MP3s, but they're all mm. technically illegal because e- even for backup purposes, that's still a bit iffy. You own those, um, but I don't own the CDs anymore. No. Yeah, you see, this is... I didn't sell them, but I don't own them anymore. I mean, that's not the same as owning them. <laughs> what I mean what I mean to say is, um, I have... I, I'm technically breaking the law several hundred times over because right. I bought the CDs. The CDs now belong to other people, but I still retain the MP3s. That is now a copy. That is now an unauthorised mm-hmm. copy. How... What would... What would Ted Hastings make of this, right? Mm. Would would Ted Hastings would Ted Hastings tape short circuits um um terrestrial TV premiere 
onto a, onto an E one eighty VHS tape, mm-hmm. or would he be thinking to himself, "That's technically against the law," and I'm all about nicking bent coppers. What would he do? Now, where is Ted's line? Where is Ted's line? Where is Ted's line of duty? Where now? You see, I think there is a. I think there's a line that we all have, and I think there's something about TV that feels taping TV feels more fair game because the VHS. Are you jeopardising future film production? <laughs> You wouldn't steal a handbag. <laughs> the the VHS recorder and its ability to record TV is sure. only, it only exists for that purpose. Mm, you true. can make the argument that burning a CD, well, you could be burning a CD for any number of reasons. You could be um, safely back, uh, backing up a Linux distro. Um, you know, there's lots. We of all things. have. We've all, we've, we've all done. We've that. all we've all got. In, in our CD wallet, several different copies of Ubuntu, right? <laughs> but the VHS recorder is a legally obtainable device and it's legal to operate it. So, mm. like, therefore, ergo, um, ipso facto, verbatim, it <laughs> must be at least tacitly, like, fine. Mark, VHS recorders don't tape movies people do <laughs> and then and then they skip the ads the the um the, there was a, a a differentiator between uh in in my my parents vhs collection i remember mm-hmm. there would be some films where you know mum or dad had actually sat and watched the film because right. they'd um They'd, they'd paused during the breaks. Yeah. Ah, okay, good, good. I'm glad you're going this way. Go on. And then there's the occasional mm-hmm. copy that you'd have where you would know, because you've, you've watched the film several times, because when you're a child, you watch the same thing over and over and over again, where you would you would already be getting ready to, to fast forward. Because, you know, it takes... Those machines needed a bit of a warm-up. Um in order to sort of get get up to speed, uh, and so you'd be you'd be readying there with with your remote control, possibly having to open the the cabinet so that the infrared could could pass through the the wood paneling of the mahogany cabinet, or sometimes just the thick glass. Yep, yep. <laughs> like that's glass. You your light. You could you go through you, that. Yep, Come on. Absolutely. Um, we we never had a glass cabinet when my when I my believe aunt in you. had one. I was I was gobsmacked. I was like, wow, this works through. The, wow. Um, but yeah. So no, it often didn't. It often it, it often, often refracted didn't. away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. So what's what's, what's I'm, your, I'm your fascinated. Audition? I'm fascinated by the practice of pausing the ads. The mm. the patience that that requires. And Does it and, require and how can you live in the fear that you won't unpause it? Uh, why would you not? You could because um, remember this is very important. When when so you're when you're taping something, it's v- it's a very important activity in a way that like no activity has been this important for a long time in our lives. It sounds when, stressful, doesn't it? Yes, it, 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 it was. It was important. Unnecessary stress because it would process. never be on again, John. You had to tape it and you had to get it right. But um, no, like so, if we our house, we never we never paused. Mm-hmm. We were animals, Mark. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We never. You've we, got. You've got time to sit, kill to fast forward. Sit there watching something, and yeah, you, you do have. A, you did have a matrix of decision making. Mm. You'd, you'd be. You'd be like. Um, 
I can I can watch this. I can record this. I can watch this and record it in case I want to watch it again. Mm-hmm. And but you had to you had to be ahead of the game, didn't you? Mm-hmm. You had to be thinking to yourself, well, now I I can record this and watch it, but then I can't record anything else on the other side that I might be missing. Mm-hmm. So you don't sometimes you'd have to fuck. Mm-hmm. Quite, I, I, I can't believe I lived in this world. I don't know about my kids, mate. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that I lived in a world where I'd have to think ahead of time. Is that likely to be something that I'm going to want to watch in the future? Yes. I, I in see which case, it I better tape it. Every now and again, very, very rarely, because my parents seem to DVR a fuck of a lot of TV. Oh, wow. Um, and they they often have clashes. Mm. Now, their, their DVR isn't isn't good because it's bt1 and it's really bad it's so obnoxious john whenever it's um recording uh, a show like to let you know which it doesn't need to but fine it, it wants to let you know that it's recording a show by right. <clears throat> taking up the top fifth of the screen with a black notification bar that has a subtle gradient that goes down and some text some white text to let you know that it's doing a thing while you're watching another thing it's outrageous what? it's outrageous what did i just hear what yes uh, t- this 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 dvr interrupts your well not interrupts but you know interferes with your telly watching by giving you a notification a toast if you will as as it's often re- referred to you, you'll know that term i'm sure um it gives you a toast uh at the top of the screen that's really noticeable, that takes up the entire width of the screen. Uh, this would be something uh, about which John Syracuse would have a very strong opinion um, to, to let you know that uh, it's, it's doing a thing that you asked it to do. It's, it's a notification to let you know that it's working. This is, ins- this is mm-hmm. batshit, It's unacceptable. Mate. It's completely unacceptable. Why would that happen? I don't know, but... This, I mean, and, and and they've they've just internalized this, or you know, rationalized it as just that's just you know that's acceptable, that's fine, that's what it is. I only this Christmas managed to wrestle the remote control and go through the navigation thing to turn off uh, motion blurring, right? So that everything didn't look like it was a um, Spanish telenovela. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do important work. It's 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 an important job that I do. To you know, this is the service that that I provide. I never had um. I never had a uh, DVD recorder or a PVR like a hard disk based PVR. No, likewise. Never had. A, I had, never had, had the that. you know the 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 V plus box and then the TiVo. I've still got a TiVo and I. I never had any of those. Oh, I, really? I still dream about pausing live TV sometimes. Oh really? Well, that, you can you can to some extent because that like, surprises the, me. The single-use apps kind of replace some of that functionality, so yes. you can you can watch live and then the BBC the, the iPlayer app is baller for that. It's so good. The whole yeah. like you can you can be in five minutes. Like I, I very rarely watch live TV now, but I actually went and started uh, Line of Duty um, as it was happening. Like I, it was proper event to you know what's the phrase event to view. It's not the phrase, but you know event TV event TV. Yeah, appointment to view TV is, is where I was going. Appointment viewing. Um, got it. But it also has that thing. It was if you're a couple of minutes in, it it just says, "All right, do you want to start it from the beginning?" Yes, yeah. done. Oh, love it. What was strange was for this finale, for this finale that isn't a finale. Mm-hmm. We finale. Um, 
Sorry? It's a it's a faux it's a faux gnarly, John. Faux. Faux gnarly. Well 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 coined. Thanks. Well coined. Thanks. Um uh we, we we were just a, we were just running a little bit late to be comfortably, like, you know, gotta get the kids to bed. Mm. Gotta like, oh we've got work tomorrow, it's a long one. I said get try and get showered and into our pajamas before we sit down, all this Again. sort of stuff. And I actually uh, I, I as always is the case, mm. um I uh got the the last go at getting showered and ready for bed so i actually i was i was still trying to get dressed as it was coming on and i said to karina like oh we could just make use of the technology and just start in about four minutes why don't you make me a cheese sandwich and a cup of tea and i'll just put my pajamas on she's like no we need to watch it live with everybody else in the world so like i like i haven't done since i was about nine I basically got dressed into my pajamas in the living room watching Sunday television. Oh, lovely! <laughs> Sorry about that. That no, mental I'm image not, that I'm, I'm putting out for people there about if you <laughs> giving myself a rub down while watching the. <laughs> if you can't take John at his worst, then you don't deserve him at his best. No, no. Um, gosh, wow. Where where were we? Ah, right. So my prediction for season six yes. then of the line of duty. The line of duty. A line of duty. A line. You, you, I, I didn't want to be that guy, but you kept calling it a line of duty. Many lines of duty. Yep. There are many lines of duty in this, this one. one is mine. Mine. Um, I I predict that they they about episode three they're going to get the uh, season bad into an interrogation room. Uh, they're going to be reminded <laughs> that the season bad is entitled to be interviewed by uh, someone of a superior rank. Uh, the machine will go, and um, they'll 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 be kind of going, "Come on now, fella!" <laughs> Telling him all about all the stuff, I laying think, it all down, uh, and I then, think, mm, okay, yep, and then, and then that person is going to go, "Yeah, well, what do you make of this?" And just turn over a VHS tape of Back to the Future's uh, terrestrial <laughs> premiere. <laughs> And push it across the table with to Steve with with the with the ITV to Steve thing. Arner, and and Ted's gonna Ted's gonna just go for Christ's sake, Steve! What were you thinking? <laughs> this is this is contravening so many copyright laws. It's just it's unreal for Christ's sake! I don't hire Ben Coppers. <laughs> yeah, even fast forwarded through the commercials, which means you are undermining the very uh, viability of this. <laughs> Commercial enterprise. <laughs> you are taking money out of the pockets of ATV, and it is unacceptable, son. Oh, it turned out Ted uh, Ted paid for a black and white TV license. We had a colour TV in nineteen. No, Ben, as anything, mate. <laughs> nine Bob, no. Nine Bob, no. Nine Bob. I was. Um, um, we never actually have done any spoilers, so I'm just going to drop <laughs> some in here now. People are unsuspecting. Oh, I'm going to have to go in a second. Yeah, oh, you gosh. Are. Um, l- loved, loved the bit that they actually had the scroat on a BMX from season one <laughs> in the gang. Mm. Uh, and and that he'd essentially done a full cotton. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was amazing. Yeah. My big question for you, Mark... Mm. Now that we know mm-hmm. that a member of the 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 OCG mm-hmm. is the street level kid on a BMX who delivers burner phones from season one, same actor. How amazing is that? Mm. <clears throat> um, and now we've seen him go into the police. Mate, the I, I, I've got. A, I'm sorry, I've just got to 
what? budget in here and say what? that's remarkable and, and something that you can only have done having binged from season one because I had no idea that was the case. Oh, you didn't realise? No, absolutely no idea. Because oh I, God, I watched so it from, you know, 2013 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, that is not a thing that I realised. But that's very cool. It's this, it's, yeah, so the, the kid who was, like, delivering burner phones and pointing at people who were strung up on lampposts and going, ha, ha. Wow. He... That same actor they had in season five, and he was the kid who you saw going into police college. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I. Yeah. Because I, I wondered about the significance of it because it felt like we were, you know, a couple of episodes before when he's in the back of the car and he's like, uh, you know, they're, they're asking him how his interview went and stuff. Yeah. I was. I, I was kind of wondering what's the significance of this, but obviously the significance is that I'd forgotten that that was a character that existed. Um, yeah. You know, it seven was, years it was, ago. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was quite su- sort of subtly yes. done. Really, um, it's not so, a silly show. I know. I know you well, like to say well, it has its silly moments, but yeah. Anyway, in his interview at the end, yeah. now I'm just. Can I have just have a second to Google something? Please, please collect collect um, your thoughts. If if you if you need some more time, we can uh, we can step outside uh, and you can uh, collect your thoughts. <laughs> uh, line of Terrible duty, kid, go, kid on bike. Right, line of duty, kid on bike. Ryan, the BMX kid, mm. dude. What while you're looking at that, breaking news. What? The Jeremy Kyle show has been axed by ITV after the death of a guest. Oh, did you not know that? No. It's pretty pretty wild, right? Yeah. So Steve Diamond was found dead on the 9th of May, a week after filming the show, during which Mm. he took a lie detector test. Oh. Yeah, no, um, uh, that story's been out for a couple of days. Okay. Yeah. um, Do you remember him from his time on BRMB? Steve Diamond? No, Jeremy, Jeremy Kyle. No, I do not. So, okay, so Jer- Jeremy Kyle. This oh, so B- BRMB for the uninitiated. Um, anyone outside Birmingham, uh, it was a uh, local radio station. Uh, they don't exist anymore because all ro- local radio comes from the same place. But it used yeah. to actually come from Birmingham, um, and uh, <laughs> used to actually be local. Used to actually be local, and it was called BRMB. So, Jeremy Jeremy Kyle's um, pre-TV mm-hmm. um, self was um he was the late night BRB DJ. Oh shit. And he his show was called Jezza Late and Live. And he he basically prototyped a lot of his shtick on local radio in Birmingham. I feel um, like that that is vaguely familiar. People used to phone in with like dilemmas. Yeah. And he'd and he'd kind of work through the dilemmas Jezza with them between songs. Yes. Mm. I think I, I think I've heard that, and I don't think I knew. I don't think I connected the dots mm-hmm. that it was Jeremy Kyle. But I remember yeah. a thing called Jezalate and Live, and I think listening to uh, a snatch of, of of one at some point. They oh, yeah. illicit late night radio. Man, I kind of mm-hmm. miss that. Karang yeah. had a really nice um, line in that for a while, uh, like. The, the the kind of stuff. I mean, I was a little bit I was a little bit too old to to listen under the covers, but there was a few there were a few <laughs> things like that where um, there was a there was I don't know if it was Jezalate and Live or if it was someone else who did a Tales of the Unexpected thing that my mate right. wrote into because we were both radio nerds as kids. Anyway, you've got to go. Sorry, I've got to go. I just want to say. Oh, oh right, yeah, yeah. So, so I need so to tell you bike. this last. I need to say this last bit because mm-hmm. this is gonna this is gonna unlock a lot of the last episode for you, mate. Mm-hmm. And 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 get you set up for season six. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Ryan, the kid from the bike, he's in the OCG. He's, he's talking about his interview. Oh, how's it all going? Yeah, I'm going into into college. Mm-hmm. In the last scene, the last sort of spoken scene that he's in before the 
the title cards at the end that say like he's in college, right? Mm-hmm. You see him in his interview, mm-hmm. and he, they say, oh, something like, why are you just been in, in, in the police? And he says, I was inspired by a young PC called Simon Banerjee. Oh yeah, Simon. I remember the name. Is the is Simon is like the slightly wet. Simon is a character who we read in season one as being a wet behind the ears, cares too much. Mm. PC straight out of college who is not worn down mm-hmm. by the same things as his colleague who cuts corners. Mm. The last time we saw him, he went to Ryan's house, gave gave him a business card and said, Ryan, I'm worried about you because your mum doesn't look after you well enough and you're going to get in trouble. Mm. This is my personal number. Mm. Give me a call if I can ever help with anything or even if you just want to hang out and go for a burger, which is a creepy thing for a grown up man to yeah. say to a child. Yeah. And and at the time when he said it, it really clanged. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's weird. He just asked him on a date mm-hmm. for a burger mm-hmm. because apparently this is a date from Grange Hill in the 1980s. <laughs> uh, what am I watching? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really strange. Wow. I, I, I don't understand what just happened mm-hmm. or how that dialogue was written. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it's supposed to mean something, whatever. And then I forgot about it. For seven years in your case, for five weeks in my case. <laughs> yeah. But now, Banerjee's H, mate. Shit. That's my theory. The young lad from series one, he's, he's not he's not HH, but he's one of the he's H's. One of the, yes, he's he's one of one of the H's. He's one of the embedded OCG copper uh, OCG coppers, I reckon. And I think with the time scale that's elapsed, he might be senior now. Shit. Because he was a PC then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets accelerated promotions. Yep. Fast tracked. He could be at Kate's level. Shit. So I'm I'm suddenly, suddenly I'm all about season six, mate. At least Jackie Laverty's out of the freezer now. That's a relief. <laughs> well. Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh I'm just off to the uh, computer disposal shop, Mark. Because <laughs> that's definitely a thing. <laughs> uh it remote yeah, that's, that's a little bit reminiscent of the um what you call it when 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 you have the the denouement in a in a like detective thing and you go and you go around everybody and you you know you say and it was you who had the shoes and you did you know what i mean like right. that that to get everyone in the drawing room and do the accusations yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, yeah the word the word is escaping me but it it it's reminiscent of that from Father Ted in the sheep episode where it goes back and you're looking through um, all of the little clues that um, that Graham Linehan dropped uh, in, in that particular mystery. Yeah. <laughs> Good episode. That's one of the... Uh, very, very quickly. It's one of my favourite comedy moments because the mm-hmm. timing is incredibly perfect. Um it's it's the the scene at the end in the denouement where um, everyone's very shocked and and upset that the um, sheep judging competition has been called into disrepute, and everybody everybody expresses their surprise and alarm, and then just just as it's dying down, you hear a man go "fucking hell," and then they do it twice, and the next time it's just a little bit longer, and you can hear it again. It's "fucking hell." It's so. So perfectly timed. It's wonderful. If you get a chance, go and rewatch it. That is hilarious. Oh, right, I'm going to go and suck some diesel. I'll see you soon. Okay.